New home sales or offices provide you with buyers, but then it also provides you with listings. And the reason being, it's it's not just the listings that you're selling for new construction, but it's listings for those buyers coming in that are wanting to buy the new construction, but they need to sell their resell homes in order to purchase. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Well, good morning, guys. We got an amazing Agent Power Huddle today. I'm reporting to you live from my vehicle for like two minutes. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to introduce Shay. Black, who is going to be our co-host today, and we are going to be talking to the amazing Paige, and Paige is a rock star, okay? Truly incredible human being, but Shay has known her for a lot longer than me, so I'm going to let Shay introduce you guys to her, ask her a few questions on her background, and I'll be back on. I'm going to run upstairs to my office, and I have a lot of questions. I want to kind of unpack what she's doing to create the success she is, so Shay, you want to start us off and give us an intro to Paige? You betcha. You betcha. Good morning, everybody, and uh, thanks for joining today. Uh, Paige is... is as Jesse said, a rock star agent. Paige and I have been friends for a long time and uh, business associates, all of the things. Uh, so thanks for coming and um, talking with us today, Paige. Uh, maybe uh, we can talk a little bit just to start about your background, which we've done before, but not on this show. And, you know, tell us a little bit. I'll, I'll just give you one thing here that Paige, and correct me if I'm wrong, are you still the, you're the current president of association in Idlewild? Uh, you're on mute right now, Paige. Sorry. Apologies. Yes. Yeah. Um, I'm the um, IOR board president for another year. Yes. I thought so. Yeah. And then she's also um, working out of a couple of different markets, the mountain market there in Idlewild, and then also in the um, Palm Springs Valley. Is that how we say it? Yep. Palm, greater Palm Springs area. Yeah. Greater Palm Springs area. I kind of got it right. Um, so cool. Well, thanks, uh, for coming on and we're chatting about it again. Why don't you just give everybody maybe a little bit of a background of how your real estate journey started and then where you are today? Um, I guess it would have to be decided that I, the food and beverage industry wasn't for me anymore. Um, raising two younger kids. Um, so this journey started about 11 years ago. Um, jumped into real estate, started with a mentor and then got into new home sales uh, pretty quickly within my first year of real estate. So it kind of just flourished from there. And um, yeah, so that's yeah. Good. Yeah, I love it. So um, just coincidentally, Paige and I both were in the restaurant business in San Diego for many years together. And then uh, coincidentally, both went into the real estate world. Um, and so you uh, worked at uh, was was it always HomeSmart to start with, or uh, it was? I mean, I started out in home at, with HomeSmart. Um, you know, my husband is the uh, the current designated broker for HomeSmart for the Greater Palm Springs area. Uh, but we had started a team together. Um, he was my mentor. He's been in uh, real estate a lot longer than I have. Um, so it was kind of nice to have a little bit of a leg up in the sense of plugging in right away. 
um, kind of learning the ropes from someone who was a little bit more seasoned and then um, deciding, hey, I wanted to kind of do my own thing and create um, my own stamp in the real estate industry. And I decided, hey, I'm really good at um, new construction. So that's kind of where I went. Um, I'm a true believer that niches bring riches. Uh, it's I know it's kind of one of those things that people like, okay, but a lot of the top agents within HomeSmart and then now I'm with Compass, um, they're working specific niches. So mm-hmm. I think it's really important, you know, coming into the industry is finding where you would be best fit. And for me, that was new construction. And then now I work two market segments, um, a niche in the mountains and then a niche in the valley. So, so Shay, I'm here at my desk now. I've been listening this whole time. Can I dive in, Paige? Because this is so cool. So just to make sure I got the story right, how many years have you been in real estate now? 11. 11. 11 years. Okay. I don't know if those of you guys listening, we have a lot of people out here live and people that are listening to the recording. That's pretty impressive. Within 11 years to be the president, the president of your local association, serving multiple markets, like maybe 11 years sounds like a long time or not, but was it was it always a goal of yours to end up becoming the president of the association? Did that just kind of happen by accident? No, because I think that you got to be kind of strategic. And I don't mean this um, to sound uh, negative. It's more of a positive. Um, When people are thinking about niches. So I was only specifically working Greater Plum Springs area. um, And we'll just put it like, say, seven years at this point. Okay, so you know, now we're looking at three to four years ago, I'm looking, okay, what can I do? And if niches is where it's at, you know, I heard a speaker say, this is where you're going to be. You have to pick a niche. And I always love going up to the mountains. And the cool thing is, is this area of of Idlewild is only 45 minutes from my desert home. So I went up there, I got an opportunity to list a, a property fell in love. And then I said, okay, how can I take this on, you know, as my niche? And so I just started plugging in I got with the association. I became a member. Um, I started marketing in their local magazine for realtors only. Um, I took it a step further and purchased a building. Um, And then Idlewild Board of Realtors ended up becoming my tenant. And you know, so you that's, just that's kind a, of look that's a good for opportunities. <laughs> that's a good end. So, so, so where where do you? So, just so the, we have people all over the country, probably over the world, listen to this, but all over the country. Just so they understand geography, if you look it up on the map, California, we got Palm Springs, this great desert community most people have heard of. Idlewild is up the mountain, about a forty-five minute drive. Very different feel, trees, beautiful. It's almost like an as a great arts community. Idlewild. I'm, I'm in San Diego, so I we go up to Idlewild for vacation, by the way. But um, do you and your husband? I, I've live, seen you at um. I think you were there maybe two years during Memorial Day. You were at one of the concerts. My husband pointed you out and I'm like, oh, we should go say hi. And then you were gone. So that, we didn't have a chance to. That's hilarious. <laughs> what, what, a, what a small world. Right? But yeah, come say hi. I, I didn't, I had no idea. But yeah, that's, that's where we go for fun for, with our, our family. So um, yeah. do you guys live in Idlewild now or do you live down down the hill in Palm Springs? Um, our primary home is in La Quinta. So in the greater Palm Springs, um, we do own a building uh, in town uh, for a while. But pause, but pause. This is what I want to make a distinction for everyone listening. Okay. You are living 45 minutes away. 
from the area where you made your niche. Over the last five, however many years it was that you decided to really go deep there, you didn't move, you didn't have to join that community, but like you've gotten so deep ingrained in that community that even though you still live 45 minutes away, you become the president of the local board of realtors. And I haven't looked stats, but I would imagine you are one of like the, the main agents in Iowa at this point, correct? Yes. Um, our brokerage compass has market share. Mm-hmm. Okay. But like, what I'm trying to say, guys, is pages, you're a rock star. Like you, and so I just, this was a call. She went to a trainer. So, all right. When you decided to take over this niche of, of Idlewild, not that you're the only agent there, but you're dominant agent, right? What did you do? You, besides you bought your building, you got involved. Like, what did you do in terms of marketing, getting name awareness within the community? Can we unpack that a little bit? Sure. I think I started, you know, letting, well, at this time I was still with HomeSmart. So there was 509 agents um, in the Valley. Okay. And Greater Plum Springs. You know, a lot of people are running up to Idlewild because it's so close to get cooler in the summer, right? So plugging into those agents and letting them know, hey, I am your local expert in Idlewild. You know, you know me. You know, if we I've already proven myself here in the valley. This is where I've I've come and I can tell you everything about this mountain community that's so close. But you don't have to go there in order to make mailbox money. So I started plugging into the sphere of agents in the Valley um, to get referrals. And then I um, did plug into Zillow. So I would say that was 20%. Um, I was only paying for 17% of Zillow um, and was killing it. I mean, my first year there, we I sold 43 homes. Wow. All right, all right, so let, let's pause here because there's two different things. If you're on here live, by the way, I see Kelly is here. We got a lot of people on here live, but their cameras are off. If you can turn your camera on just for a minute, I want to try something. So turn your camera on if you're driving, if you're doing your hair and makeup, whatever. It's not safe, don't do it. But like if you turn your camera on, turn it on for a minute. Thank you, Janelle. Thank you, Debbie. Thanks, Rima. Okay, here's my question for those of you on camera, right? And also can. Paige just described she leveraged through the agents in her office to go help her expand to the next town over, basically. Because there's a lot of clients that move in that direction. How many of you guys live in a market where if you got strategic and you're like, hmm, people from my area tend to go get vacation houses or move to this other area. And the agents in my area, they don't go work that far. But if I'm willing to go over there, I could probably get referrals from my agents. Raise your hand if you're like, yep, that's a great idea. Who lives in the market like that? We got one, two, three, every single agent on here, Paige. Thank you. So you can leave your cameras on if you want. It's kind of fun. But like, that's brilliant. Like truly. And you don't have to be in an office that has a lot of Agents like that, that just helped, but you can network with all sorts of local agents to do that. So I, I just, I love that idea. Well, and I think that even if you move brokerages, I think it's about your name, you know, it's about, uh, you know, in like a market, like greater Palm Springs, there's a group of us that do a bulk of the sales. So then plugging into them, we're from all different kinds of brokerages. So I feel like it's about the person and coming up with something a little bit more like I've started implementing something called the the lifelong referral. And so yes, 30% on the first referral and then 15% for life for the life of that client. Because I'm also an agent that um, drips on my past clients so much that they use me more than one time. So I'm hoping to um, reward the agents who entrusted me with their client and their referral for the life of that referral. So just come think outside of the box, you know, like what is an incentive for your 
agents out there. And that's one. And, and Paige, you know what I like about that referral for life? It's less about the actual money on the next transactions. It's more about that you now have an excuse to stay in touch with your referral partners and to say, hey, here's what I'm doing. Because I think most people, I mean, yeah, we give referrals because we like that and it's good money. But most human beings, once they know that they like you, they would want to refer you again because it feels good. There's a lot of like psychological reasons we can dive into the red berries, blueberries. If you've ever, have you ever heard Dean Jackson talking about red berries and blueberries? Yeah. Oh, all right. If we have time, remind me, we can talk about red berries versus the blueberries. The point, anyway, really cool thing Dean Jackson used to explain on referrals. But uh, it's brilliant what you're doing, Paige. It, like it genuinely is. So let, let's loop Shay in for a minute because Shay used to run multiple expansion teams in different cities. I'm sure you like Shay is one of these. I don't, know, I don't know if you guys know Shay. I just kind of threw him in here, but Shay Black, our co host today, Shay used to run these multi expansion teams. And I'm curious if you have questions, Shay, because Paige, for you, do you even consider this to be an expansion or is this just like an extension of your business? Like, how do you look at this working in two markets? Um, I look at it as an extension uh, because I was seven years in the desert. So obviously I'm still doing a lot of business here. Um, I think what's important, you know, for agents out there, maybe you're in a position right now where you're thinking, what am I going to do, you know, based on current market conditions, you know? Or you're a newer agent coming into this industry and you're hearing a lot of negativity surrounding like, oh, you're getting in now, you know? So, or maybe you're an agent thinking like, I think I'm just done. I can't do this anymore. And you're thinking about getting out. I looked at the roster and I looked at who was making money and who was successful. And every agent within my brokerage that was doing that um, had a niche. You know, our top agents was a Sun City, uh, uh, two sisters. They run Sun City. It's 5,000 homes. They only take on 16 listings at a time. They have a wait list. They have um, crushed, crushed that niche. You know, another one, uh, Dell Webb, higher end homes, medium price is a million dollars. You sell a couple of those a year, you're crushing it, you know, so taking that concept and expanding that i you could go into a 55 and older i guess for myself but really i couldn't so what was i passionate about i was constantly going to mountain communities we were up in big bear all the time and then to be able to find a little place like idlewild only 45 minutes away versus three hours it just made sense super so, cool i have a, a question for you with regarding all that so when when do you think it's right or is the right time to try to move into a, another segment? So I have two questions. And then the second part would be, do you balance your life, work-life balance with all of these different things that you do? So let's go to the second question first, work-life balance. Um, I think you can't be afraid to leverage, okay? Co-list, Okay. I have uh, two agents that I do lean on up in Idlewild. So when I'm not there personally, we're co-listing properties. I know there's someone there locally that will always have their feet on the ground if I need them. You know, so don't be afraid to leverage that way. Same here with the desert. Um, I'm more about let's think less about the paycheck and think more about the volume and then the paychecks will come. Right. So if that means you need to leverage and hey, you could be helping someone else learn a little bit more by co co-listing or you yourself could be learning some stuff. So I would say 
work-life balance can be easily achieved if you're willing to leverage that. That's super smart. And, and I've always felt that same way and always partnered. So always looking for partners. How did you find the partners that you ended up working with? I think that you just find agents that you have a synergy with. You know, it's not necessarily um, like down in the valley. I, I'm not always co-listing um, with Compass agents. Sometimes it's home smart agents, someone I know. It depends on what home, what area. Um, I've co-listed uh, with Sotheby's agents too. So, you know, it just depends on who it is. Um, up in Idlewild, there's a couple of agents. One's with Idlewild Realty. The other one is with Compass. It really depends on who they are and who is a good fit personality-wise for those particular listings. But I think you, as you get to know people on the other side of a transaction, you know what you would want and how you would want a transaction to go. And if it's going really well, you're like, hey, you want to partner on something? I saw how you worked this deal on the other side and it was awesome and let's do more together. Super smart. Super smart. Find the right person and the right expert in whatever the field or area or niche is and go from there. By the way, Shay, if you see me turning side, it's because I need to change my computer setup. I'm literally taking notes because I was trying to write by hand. I couldn't write fast enough. I'm taking notes of what you're saying. Like this is, I love the way you strategically approach this stuff. Like it's just because it, we actually did a training on leverage last week. I'm, just, I'm obsessed with leverage. I've been obsessed with this since my twenties. Have you ever read a book page um, called Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Most people, by the way, those of you who are here, you guys shut your cameras off. I don't know what's going on. All right. The two of you that have your cameras on, everybody else has all these cameras off. Two of your cameras on. Have you heard of Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, or put a one in the chat box if you like, you know who Robert Kiyosaki is, right? Okay. How about, how about, how many of you guys who know Kiyosaki has read his second book, Cashflow Quadrant? But put a, put a number two in the chat box if you, if you know Cashflow Quadrant. No one reads that book, Paige. I have no idea why, but it's all about leverage. It's a better book than Rich Dad, Poor Dad, right? So, and, and you kind of cover this, but I just want to go a little bit deeper because I think this is such an important thing. What do you look for in your life on an ongoing basis? That's kind of one of those red flags or signs that you need to implement some more leverage. <laughs> um, I think my husband would be laughing and he's constantly on this show. So I'm um, listening I, 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 and- can, 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 I, can I say his name? Because he's always yeah. here. Yeah. Mike. Mike is here. Like, I hope you turn the camera on and wave some time. Because I would love to meet Mike, by the way. Mike, we'd love to have you on as a guest, too. Just saying, if if you say hey, Mike is more experienced than you. Anyway, we'll, we'll do that. We'll talk about it offline. But all right, go, go, go ahead. Uh, so Mike would be, why, so would, why would Mike be laughing? Why would he be laughing? Because <laughs> I think he knows what I'm going to go into. Um, he's all about schedules. And so when our schedules aren't aligning or I'm not putting it on our, we have like a master schedule between my assistant, me, and Mike. So we kind of, and if it's not hitting um, the schedule and I'm having to make too many last minute changes in order to accommodate something, that means I haven't leveraged well enough. So I think that that's what becomes the, you know, the red flag. It's like, okay, Paige, now we need to take a step back. What do we need to implement now in order to stay consistent um, uh keep things organized. Um, I think it's 
difficult because we're constantly talking about, oh, you need this system and this system and this system. And I think people or agents get very overwhelmed by that. Well, I already have this in place. What is that going to do for me? I think you have to take it as you go. I mean, I've got an assistant three years ago. So my business got to a point where I couldn't give myself an excuse not to pay someone to be my assistant anymore. So you implement as you go. So as I start to see if the schedule is getting a little, you know, I'm having to make too many last minute adjustments, then we need to take a step back and look at what else needs to come in. I, I love that. I, I love it, love it, love it. I'm going to pause just because you said assistant and I know we could do an entire multiple shows on this. Have you read the book by any chance, Your World Class Assistant by Michael Hyatt? No. Okay. I, can I rock your world page for just a minute? Sure. Okay. I had people in my back office for years. I just dropped a link to it in the chat box. I'm sure Mike's going to go grab this link. This is not a plug. I, I wish I got paid by Michael Hyatt because I promote this book so often, but someone gave this to me, this little blue book right here. It's going to take you maybe an hour and a half to read it tops, right? Buy a copy for you, a copy for your admin, probably one for, for Mike also, right? Everyone should get on the same page. This book is in, it's a short little book. This thing will literally take everything you already do with your assistant and supercharge it and give you so many things you hadn't thought of. It is like step-by-step. Step. I can't say enough things about this thing. Just, I won't go any, I won't waste our time talking about it. Just check it out. I'm telling you, if you're looking for any ways to optimize and create more leverage within your leverage, it's... It's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you for the recommendation. Nice. I'm sure my assistant will be excited. <laughs> I was just going to say, before you read it, just that if you don't have time to read it right now, just buy a copy for your admin or have them buy a copy, have them read it. And if they get excited, then just they'll go in for that everything. All right. You know, we lost you. Oh, we lost you. I hear you. You're back? Yeah. I was saying, just have your just have your admin read it first. If they get excited, they'll take the lead and they'll, they'll run with it. So don't, don't even stress about it. All right. Awesome. We got seven minutes left. Sherry, is there anything I'm missing that I should be, or we should be asking Paige? Like, is there anything you're like, well, you, we've already talked, like, I know I've talked about this, but she hasn't really told, told these guys. What, what, what direction do we want to take this for seven minutes? Um, You know, well, first of all, does the alarm reminder system not work for you so much that, that Mike does setting all the alarms on his phone? Um. <laughs> that I that bugs me to no end. It's one of oh, my pet peeves. Whoops. Hearing his alarm go off, <laughs> he, can, he can't even defend himself. By the way, he's not. He's on. He's totally muted. That his cameras up. He can't defend himself. So, so tell us what his his alarm system is, so people understand. Because I don't. Even, I don't know what the context is. I mean, it can be anything from meetings to just overall thoughts or masterminds. I mean, he's a part of several groups, so. Anytime that alarm goes off, I'm like, what is it now? And the funny thing is, is it's more like, then he snoozes it and then three more alarms will then set off. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, it's like, I don't want to hear that. But for him, it works. It's just for me, I'm like, I'm done hearing your phone. We're, we're, yeah. not, criticizing you. we're not criticizing you, Mike. Ever. The, the, the point is here. Yeah, sorry, Mike. No, 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 no way. I'm here. I can't get my camera to slip around. Yeah. <laughs> What those alarms are, are all the they're all the beautiful tidbits I hear on Agent Power Huddle, and I can't write them down. So I I do an alarm and do voice to text, and then they're popping off all day. And what they are is just ideas that any agent could plug into. You just have to do it. What a cool idea! I love That's that. Cool. All right, like 
Thank you for jumping in. Autumn, make a note. We're going to schedule Mike. He gets his own 30 minutes. Okay. We're going to do an episode with Mike too. Thank you for the book. <laughs> All right. But Paige is a rock star. Thank you guys so much. Yeah. Thanks, thanks Mike. Appreciate it. All right. So, so that's the alarms you're talking about, Shay. I got it. So, yeah. So, Paige, so if you don't do the, if you don't do the, do the, the alarms like that, what, what do you, what do you do? How, how do you, how do you, t- all right, here's a question. When you have all these ideas, because clearly you're a big thinker, how do you whittle them down? How do you make them like to get to the point and then decide the ones you want to work on and then remind yourselves of those things? How, how do you do that? Um, well, I would say, and sorry if you're hearing my dogs in the background, but okay. Um, so I would say what I do is, you know, I keep the schedule. I have my assistant. She plugs in a lot of times. Um, so that helps. Um, but we have a master schedule. Now you can. Um, so everyone knows who needs to know we have this master calendar and it gets plugged in. I also rely a lot on my CRM to kind of remind me to do things. So we do use follow-up boss, um, which is kind of nice. We've done that. Uh, We also went to a different CRM because Compass has their specific CRMs. So just a bunch of different little things. You leverage a concept that I was taught called the external brain. You ever, you ever read Getting Things Done by David Allen? No. But... There's, there's, your ne- there's your next book. And you don't have to read these books, by the way. This is what I think is cool. When you start to profile rock star agents, you've heard the expression success leaves clues, right, Paige? Yes. You start to see these things that they do that you might not even know how or why you do it or what the underlying, you just do it because it works for you. But then there's people that are like way smarter than me and that, that like put these thoughts together. This guy, David Allen, wrote a book called Getting Things Done. He's one of the top productivity experts in the world. Like not real estate, like, like there's a cult following. If you Google GTD, Getting Things Done, David Allen, you will just see people devoted to this guy. He has a concept called the external brain, which is what you're talking about. Your brain is not good to remember all this stuff. You put it somewhere else and it tells you how to do things and what to remember, correct? Yes. Okay. We got three minutes. Uh, I have one last question. And then if we have time, we got a bonus question. So my last question is, Shay, if you got something else to ask, but my, my last question would be, of all this journey you've gone on, is there any mistakes you've made that you're like, man, if I could have avoided doing that, I would have been a lot further off? Or did things go pretty well like a straight line for you? I think I I feel like where I probably went wrong is not sticking with new construction in some way or form. Um, that's a pretty big niche. And for those agents who don't know or who are newer, you know, New home sales or offices provide you with buyers. That's one. Okay. But then it also provides you with listings. And the reason being, it's it's not just the listings that you're selling for new construction, but it's listings for those buyers coming in that are wanting to buy the new construction, but they need to sell their resell homes in order to purchase. So I think that's another way you can leverage and um, build your inventory pretty quickly. Uh, Anytime I'm negotiating with a a builder, I'm saying I want the flexibility to list resell as well as sell your new home product. It will not um, change my performance, but it also allows me to create leverage for them because if I have a listing for one of the buyers coming in to purchase their home, then 
I can control what's going on on the timeline. You know, I can ask the builder for forgiveness for a little more time if I have that listing. So, you know, that's something that I think was super huge. It created a lot of income um, over a five-year time and um, it's probably going to go into another project I'm hoping to get here soon where it's $3 million homes for 16 homes that are coming um, in the next year. So, you know, it's good because you're, people are seeing the quality that you're selling. Other builders um, are seeing your performance and um, they look at that. So then they want you on their new home sales projects. So I think it's a, it's a good, if you can get into a, in with a builder or in with new home sales, if you're newer, it's a good way to kind of boost your real estate business quickly. I love that page. All right, we're, we're right here at the bottom of the hour, so I want to do this. I found out, number one, we already have Mike, your husband, scheduled. Yay, for Agent Power Huddle. So that's going to be Tuesday, January 23rd. Mark your calendars, same time as this, and in Pacific, Tuesday, January 23rd. We will have uh, the amazing Mike Jepson here talking about his version, and he gets to defend himself page, which is kind of fun. So if you want to be here in the background and kind of like, wait, otherwise we could talk to him then. And then uh, I just want to say thank you to Shay Black for introducing, you know, you page to me and to Agent Power Huddle audience. Like this is, I've learned more of this 30 minutes than I learned in, in most weeks. So this is, this is fantastic. Uh, thank you for having me. We're right here at the bottom of the hour. If you had like what we're going to, before we end, if you have like one sentence, a motto, a phrase, something to kind of pull it together that you live by, do you have something that like repeats in your head or one last piece of advice you'd like to leave everyone with? It's simple. Niches bring riches. Is Paige. Thanks for being here. This is awesome. Have a wonderful day, guys. We'll see you tomorrow. We have Coach Amy Uzo. We got all sorts of other good trainings this week. And uh, have a good day, guys. Bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.